Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Episode 33, I believe. Mm-hmm. Could be 34, could be 35. Honestly, I don't even know anymore. No, 30, we'll say 33. Yeah. Who wears 33 in the NBA or NFL? Uh, we could, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, perfect. This is Dalvin Cook's episode. Yep. For Dalvin Cook. Um, but yeah, sports. Yeah, sports. Yeah, so today we're basically going to be talking about some sports. <laughs> S-P-O-R-T-S. Uh, yes. Spanish. Pineapple. Orangutan. <laughs> Rectangle. Triangle. Triangle. Square. Oh, square. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what sports, sports. are. Sports, yep. Shapes. To me, yeah. There are shapes and... Uh, an orangutan <laughs> mixed in there too. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, uh, NBA trade deadline happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there was actually a lot of big things that happened. The most trades in NBA history happened, even though it felt like nothing happened. I know it's weird. It like I don't know. It seems like always a lot of stuff happens, but it's nothing. It's never anything big. Yeah. Like just some like bench players getting traded around. Yeah, for real. Um. Yeah, and then we'll talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament. The tournament, yeah. I mean, we were still wrong, and we still obviously suck at our jobs. Yep, but we're going to keep predicting. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what we do. One we, of these times, we're going to get something right. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay, so the NBA is still a league. Yep. That happened. That is very true. If you go look at our most recent Instagram post, we actually prove why Jukes and Jumpers are the best clothing brand. No. Best, best dressed podcasters. Yeah, yeah. We are the best dressed podcasters. Yeah, and even though we did not wear a single Jukes and Jumpers clothing item, you should still buy it. Because if you want to look as swaggy as us, you will support our business. Yeah, I think we're going to start making, like, sweaters. Yeah. Like, big sheep wool sweaters. Yep. But that's it. Just yeah. sweaters. They just have, like, hair is, like, carved in to look yeah. like our logo. Yes, like perfect. Sewn in. And, like, a couple strands of our own hair. Yeah. So it's, like, authentic Jukes and Jumpers. You know? Yeah, it's, like... Straight, straight from the, the source. <laughs> okay, <laughs> straight from the source. <laughs> okay, well, which one do you want to start with first? You can, you can go. Okay, uh, so Orlando traded Nikola Vucevic and Al Fu Camino to Chicago for Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two first round picks. So, to me, the Bulls don't give a shit about youth anymore. Pretty much. At all. They just want to win now. Now they have two all-star caliber players, and they're the 10th spot in the East right now. And honestly, I think they're just trying to make the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I said, yeah, so, I don't know. The Bulls were kind of, like, the past few years they've been in, like, a rebuilding stage. But now that uh, Zach Levine is an all-star, I feel like they need someone to match up with him, another Mm all-star, you know. Um, I don't know. I feel like they think their time is now. They don't, Mm -hmm. they're tired of rebuilding, and... I don't know. I, I kind of like that move for them, honestly. I do, too. It gets a more dominant big man in the middle. Yeah. Which gives them some interior force, which they didn't really have with Wendell Carter. I mean, he's 6'9". Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Vucevic is a baller. Yeah. He's so good. He's the most underrated player in the NBA, and it's not even close. Mm -hmm. He's averaged 25 points per game for like three years, and no one cares. Yeah. Because he was in Orlando, so literally (laughs) no one cared. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, okay, anyways. um, So the Timberwolves were one of the front runners uh, this whole whole trade season uh, to get Aaron Gordon. Yep. And he would be, I think he'd be pretty good for us, a good, a solid... Uh, power forward. Yeah. Um, but of course, the Timberwolves didn't do anything, and now Aaron Gordon is going uh, to the Nuggets. Um, and they gave, let's see, the Magic gave the Nuggets Aaron Gordon for Gary Harris and RJ Hampton and a first round pick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like that's a decent amount for Aaron Gordon. What do you think? I think Aaron Gordon's going to fit really well with the Nuggets. I really do. I think him and Jamal Murray can run a lot more screen and roll. And with Aaron Gordon liking to backdoor cut to the basket and Nikola Jokic's passing ability, I mean, that'll open up a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like Aaron Gordon because he's a pretty versatile big man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can spread the floor. And so I don't think he's going to interfere with uh, Jokic's uh, paint, whatever you call it. Yeah. You know? And another thing I think is. Aaron Gordon is a really, really good defender. Mm-hmm. So if you match Aaron Gordon up against, like, LeBron, then that opens up for Michael Porter Jr. to not have to play so hard on defense yeah. and be more dominant on the offensive side of the ball. Exactly. So I think that opens up a lot of scoring for them, too, getting Aaron Gordon. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much the Orlando Magic traded their whole team away. Basically, yeah. Because they don't care much. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, Norman Powell. Norman Powell to the Trailblazers for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. I think this was a horrible trade for the Trailblazers. I agree. Because Gary Trent and um, Norman Powell are pretty much the same player, honestly. Mm -hmm. And Gary Trent is a lot better at defense than Norman Powell. Yeah, exactly. And and they gave him Rodney Hood, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was completely unnecessary. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't think that helps them because then they're going to have three dominant guards slash wings who want the ball. Exactly. You know what I mean? That doesn't help. Gary Trent was really good at playing off the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, me neither. That doesn't help them at all. No. Um, okay, another big one. Rajon. Uh, yeah, the Hawks are trading Rondo to the Clippers for Lou Williams. Dude, Lou Williams wanted to retire after this. I know. Which, I mean, I don't blame him. Hmm. But, I mean, that gets... Woo. Sorry. <laughs> Sound like I was on a roller coaster. <laughs> that, um, that gets the Clippers their dominant floor general that they need, though. That's true. Um, and the Clippers are also giving the Hawks two second-round picks. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. I do, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, though. It's an interesting trade. I mean, I kind of thought Lou Will was... Playing kind of washed this year. I he's can't looking lie. a little washed. I mean, he's still good. He's just not as consistent. I feel like as he used to be. Yeah, yeah. So, Victor Oladipo was. It was really just Houston knew that they needed to get Oladipo off their team, mm-hmm. and Pat Riley, the Heat general manager, like he wasn't gonna give away. Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson yeah. to the Rockets. He just said no. 
but he knew Houston had to get him off their team ASAP just because money-wise and he wasn't fitting well with the team. So Pat Riley pretty much sat back until like five minutes before the the trade deadline ended and just waited for them to freaking be like Oladipo for Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley. I Done. Know. I know. I know. Like that is a steal. Yeah. If you ask me. Absolute steal. That's one of the biggest steals I've ever seen. Yeah. I think Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. Dude, are you kidding me? If you if you think about what Houston got for James Harden, pretty much they got. Kelly Olynyk, Avery Bradley, Dante Exum, Carusis or whatever his name is, and nine picks. <laughs> they got That's, nothing, pretty much. I know. They got nothing. Because three of those picks are actually picks, and six of them are pick swaps. But if the oh, Nets man. are good, then the pick swaps don't mean shit. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's... Oh, man, the Rockets are just getting worse and worse. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they are in, at a stage where all they have is garbage. I know. And John Wall, he used to be a great player. Yeah. This whole season, he's just been garbage, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they still have Christian Wood. Yeah, that's true. But he's their only young, promising piece. Yeah. I don't know. I'm And I'm not necessarily sure that he's, he's the leader um, that can carry the Rockets super far, no, you know? No, not so, at all. He needs more surrounding pieces. Yeah. But so yeah, pretty much got a steal there. Yeah. Um, this is a smaller trade, but uh, Boston is getting rid of Daniel Tice or Thies or whatever. Tice, yeah. Um, he's going Thies to Chicago. statement. Thies a statement. Yes. <laughs> he's going to Chicago. Um, he'll probably come off the bench after getting Vucevic. Um, yeah, I think they just needed more interior defense. Yeah. And they just needed more interior presence in general. Yeah, I like Tice as a six-man, though. Yeah, I think for that's, sure. I think that's his spot. I mean, he's like the worst center in the league, in my opinion. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He played decently well. you got to admit, in the bubble. Yeah, he's, he wasn't bad. He yeah. wasn't bad. <laughs> Sorry, I keep yawning. <laughs> um, so the Knicks, or not the Knicks, the Nets. <laughs> The Nets are pretty much just trying to get every big name they can. Oh, it's insane. It doesn't matter who it is. They're just trying to get every big name they can. So now their starting five looks like Kyrie, James Harden, Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Marcus Aldridge, and then their bench is like DeAndre Jordan, Michael Jordan, Steve Nash, (laughs) Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, um... Pretty much. Um, the Space Aliens, uh, Air Bud, oh. <laughs> all those guys. Honestly, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, did you know between the Nets starting five, those five players now, there are 40 all-star appearances? Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's freaking insane. crazy. That's insane. I think it's funny how the NBA lets this happen. And do you remember way back when they wouldn't let Chris Paul play with Kobe? Yeah. Yeah. I saw something about that, and I was like, that's so true. That's and I feel like a lot of that, that's the commissioner, basically. Yeah. Adam Silver's just, like, sitting back and letting whatever happen, mm-hmm. it seems like. I mean, if they're playing within the rules, then it's like, let them do what they want. Yeah. Super teams? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need five All-Stars with 40 All-Star appearances and a starting five. Yeah, that's good with me. Yeah, that's crazy. And then another big one, Andre Drummond is signing with the Lakers. Their what? interior rebounds oh are going to be crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Sheesh. Yeah, and Andre Drummond's an 
obviously an insane rebounder and a good interior defender. Yeah. So that's huge. So now we have like two stacked teams basically. Yeah, and then you add Anthony Davis in that, which opens up room for him not having to go so hard on defense mm-hmm. and opens up more offensive energy for him. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. Hmm. That that's a nuts one too. I know. Wow. Oh man. That's crazy. Yeah, and there are a lot of other trades that happen too, just like, I don't know. We're Little not, ones. Yeah, we're not mentioning them because they're not super significant. Yeah, not at all. But, yeah, and then with the Lakers, so their starting point guard's probably going to be Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kentavious Caldwell Pope at Kentavious, their shooting guard. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, honestly, they, they're they both good players. Like, they yeah. could. They could lead a smaller team. Yeah, they definitely could. But now they're just going to be totally shoved to the back with a <laughs> massive front court. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sheesh. That team's kind of scary. Schroeder, Caldwell Pope, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond with Kuzma off the bench, Caruso, mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell. That's, that's, that's crazy. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, so yeah, the Lakers and the Nets both have insane starting fives and a deep team. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I keep yawning so much, yeah, dude. What the heck? I don't know what just got into me. I'm just like sitting here yawning up a storm now. You were fine like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. So. We are down to down, the down. Elite Eight. Eight, eight, eight. Starting April 29th, 29th. through April 30th, 30th, 30th. we figure out out, out. <laughs> <laughs> who the final four is going to be. Starting in the South region, we have Baylor versus Arkansas. <laughs> In the Midwest region, we have Oregon State versus the University of Houston. Houston, Houston, Houston. In the East region, we have the one and only Rackadack Pack <laughs> Wolverines from Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. And the number 11 seed, UCLA. And for the final region in the West, we have the Gonzaga Bulldogs. (laughs) And for the final team, we have the Con, (laughs) the USC Trojans. (laughs) Did that slip out? I might have slipped. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, okay. Baylor, Arkansas. Hmm. Okay. Arkansas. Yeah, I agree. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Baylor. Okay. I. This is probably going to be a high-scoring game, but mm-hmm. Baylor has to play better than they did against Villanova. Yeah. They, they could not get anything going on offense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Arkansas is obviously the best team in the tournament. <laughs> I mean, they beat Colgate Toothpaste, then they went out and beat Mac McClung by two, and then they went out and beat the t- leading scorer in the country by two. I mean, like, there's no way they lose to Baylor, dude. <laughs> so you're taking Arkansas then? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, dude, in my bracket, I had them in the Final Four winning it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Can't argue with that. Yeah. But no, I'm taking Baylor. Arkansas. I think Baylor's the Arkansas. better team. I agree. I'm taking Arkansas, too. <laughs> Everyone, Colin is taking Arkansas. and I am not taking Arkansas. I'm so glad you're taking Arkansas. Okay, I think we're going to agree on this next one. <laughs> Houston and Oregon State. I'm taking Oregon State. I am, too. I don't like Houston. Dude, you know, I I still don't think Oregon State is a very good team, but they have surprised me so much. Yeah. Like, I thought Loyola Chicago would beat them for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. But, like... I don't know. And they've beat some good teams. But then yeah. you look at Houston's schedule so far, they've played three double-digit seeds. Yeah, dude. So Oregon State's beat such good teams. They beat Tennessee, and then they went on and beat Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And they're like, screw it. Let's beat up Sister Jean, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they just got to play through Houston. I think that's an easy dub for Oregon State. I'm not going to say easy, but I'm – I'm going to give the edge to Oregon State. I'm going with the upset. I agree. It's an easy dub. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but Oregon State's going to win it. Yeah. UCLA, Michigan. Okay, I'm excited for this game. Who are you taking? Okay, now, well, so I really like this UCLA team. I like them a lot. Like, they beat a a really strong Alabama team. Yep. And I would not sell them short um, playing Michigan. Uh, But... Michigan has also been playing well without livers. Yeah, you know? they've been playing so well. I know. I think uh, I'm going to take UCLA. I would love UCLA to win. I like them a lot. Um, but I don't know if they can beat Michigan. I like. I don't know. UCLA. Michigan, Michigan has to have an off-shooting night, and UCLA, I think, will take that. Yeah. But when that be crazy? UCLA has just been fun to watch. I know, I know. know. They have Juzang absolutely popping Mm -hmm. off. Um, Hakez is good, also. Mm -hmm. That little short dude with the crazy hair. Campbell. Tiger Campbell. Yeah. (laughs) Tiger Campbell. (laughs) He's like a mix between a tiger and Campbell soup. (laughs) That's him. Yeah. (laughs) That's what his hair looks like. (laughs) So bad. Wouldn't that be crazy if an 11 and a 12 seed were in the final four? That had to be like the first time two double-digit seeds made Yeah, that's nuts. That'd have to be. Mm-hmm. But honestly, with this tournament, I wouldn't be surprised. Me neither. This is the craziest one I've ever seen. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Okay, well, okay. Gonzaga and USC. I predicted this. Yeah, I in yeah in my yeah in my bracket I have USC upsetting Gonzaga. So do I, and I think I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, me too. Um, or in one of my brackets I did, but I'm gonna stick with it. I I really like USC. I do too. I really like them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a theory. Let me break this down for you. <laughs> so okay. this is how USC can beat Gonzaga. Got it. <laughs> now you listening? I'm a listening. You taking Phil. notes, Phil. Do you hear the click of this pen? I heard it. I saw you do it too. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when Gonzaga played Creighton, wait, had... I gotta get this down. Okay, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> <laughs> so Creighton, their game plan. Obviously, they ended up getting blown out. Yeah. But their game plan was basically not to go for any offensive rebounds and p- try to prevent Gonzaga's transition buckets. Yep, pretty much. Um. 
That worked pretty well in the first half, I would say. Mm-hmm. But then in the second half, Gonzaga got a ton of transition buckets. Yep. So, and then another thing. Do you remember in 2018 when Taco Falls UCF team almost upset Duke? Duke. Zion's yeah. Duke. Yep. I think, and you know, they did that by letting Duke shoot threes, basically. Yep. They just stood back and let them shoot. Yep. I think if you USC can do the same thing that they did, because Gonzaga, don't get me wrong, they're a really good three-point shooting team, but they don't they don't rely on three-pointers. Yeah, you know? they're more transition the whole way. Exactly. With Jalen Suggs bringing the ball up, making great passes, and just rolling with it. Exactly. And if they can prevent uh, Drew Timmy from getting anything in the paint with Evan Mobley guarding him, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they can get in Gonzaga's head, and I think they can pull off the upset. Yeah, I think USC can win it. Yeah, I do too. I'm I, I mean, I, lots of people would call us crazy, but yeah. I'm confident with this one, honestly. Uh, so am I, and I think if UFC beats Gonzaga, I think they'll win the whole thing. I think they definitely could, and that'll bring up Evan Mobley's draft stock oh, at least a couple places. For oh sure. yeah, yeah, dude, that, that that one's very exciting. Yeah, when's that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow I think it's I, I think it's the first game, but don't I'm yeah. Not let sure. me check. Yeah, it's USC Gonzaga at six fifteen. Okay, and UCLA Michigan at eight. Yeah, and then if USC can combine a little bit of Creighton style, but mainly by keeping Evan Mobley way back in the paint yeah. and preventing any easy layups, mm-hmm. I think even his brother. What's his brother's name? Yeah, Isaiah Mobley. He's he's also six ten. Exactly. So put him in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I mean, they only got a day to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. But that's all part of the tournament. I know. I, mean, I know. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Gonzaga, they've just been running through everyone so easily, it seems. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a different story against USC. I hope so, dude. Me too. I kind of want to see Gonzaga get beat. I know. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we got for today. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, It was 22 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all we got. <laughs> but yeah, just honestly, just enjoy watching the rest of the tournament. Uh huh. Because we won't so have it fun. again for a year. I know. Um, but yeah, and then another thing. In a, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we're hoping to get some merch, some new yeah. stuff. We're working on some new designs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't. Know, I think they're gonna be a lot better than last. Oh, week. they're gonna be sick. Yeah, last yeah. time was just like simple, getting us mm-hmm. started. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you listening that didn't buy any last last time we, we dropped stuff, you're going to want to buy some stuff this time. Yeah, you will 100%. But that's all we got for episode Delvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.